Hello, this is Lady Maya. Hello, you guys. We are back with another podcast. So, you guys, I am with Becca Judge. Becca is awesome. Okay, so she used to be a um, a psychiatrist. Now a life coach because she finds that we all need to do a reset at some point. And so now my Mayan tribe, please welcome Miss Becca. Hi, oh, beloved. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I am excited for you to be here. So, beloved, tell my Mayan tribe, what is the name of your business? Yeah, so my business is called Sheer Vision Coaching. Ooh, okay. And can you please tell us what exactly you do? Absolutely. So, I have been a mental health therapist for a really long time, uh, about 13 years, and I... I kind of woke up one day and said, you know what, what sets my soul on fire? I don't think it's therapy. I think it's really helping people to get to the next level. And so I started thinking about what exactly I wanted to do and kind of reinvented myself. Even though therapy is the only thing I've ever done, um, I was like, you know what, I really want to do coaching. And that is where I want to come and hold the hand of people who need to go into the next level, who need to want to go into the next level. phase in their life, who feel like there's something missing in their life, where you look at your life as a puzzle and there's those pieces that are missing and they feel like there's something not there. And so I really, I love helping, especially people who give of themselves, moms, you know, therapists, coaches, um, you know, people who, who volunteer at church, you know, those types of people who are constantly giving of themselves for me to come alongside of them and say, how do you take care of yourself emotionally, mentally, spiritually? And I take those tools that I learned as a therapist and I kind of coach and guide into creating the most on purpose and intentional life possible. Wow, girl, deep. (laughs) I love it, I love it. It sets my soul on fire. I could talk about it for hours. Yes, no, you know what? We almost did, (laughs) y'all. We did. (laughs) But it's an awesome thing. Well, we have so many stressors all the time pulling us, constantly telling us to to take care of those things and not ourselves. And it seems like it's selfish to take care of ourselves when really it's the most selfless thing we can do because then we can give to others when we take care of ourselves first. True. That's probably why I was on eat. Yeah. 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 You've got to. (laughs) Now get some sleep, girl. Hydrate. You know, take care of yourself. Still on E. No, I understand. I understand. I'm going to work it. I'm going to get some gas soon. Good. (laughs) Definitely. So what made you come to the conclusion of doing this big move? You know, honestly, it was um, kind of a mixture of feeling like there was something missing for me. Feeling like there was, you know, more of a purpose in what I was doing. And then also kind of a nudge from the Lord that I felt like, hey, this is the direction to go. And then on top of that as well, um, feeling like 
a lot of my clients have kind of gotten stuck in therapy where some of them wanted to be in therapy for years and there's nothing wrong with that but I felt like they were kind of just stuck in their pain instead of like let's move forward and it becomes very emotionally draining especially after 2021 or 2020 and 2021 where the majority of my clients are sad and depressed and having all of these mental health issues before i would say my my clients you know 20 percent were struggling and 80 percent were doing well and this last year now it's like 80 percent are struggling and 20 percent are doing well so that takes a big toll on me emotionally as well because i'm holding space for all of these people and i'm loving them and i'm encouraging them which is great but at the same time it takes a lot out of you emotionally so that's kind of like just accumulation of all those things made me realize there's something more for me than just therapy mm. girl i'm telling you it's we never thought it was going to be this bad we couldn't even right even imagine and yeah i mean of course we we read the bible when it tells it's going to be way worse but right. at the same time you never picture what that looks like. Yeah. You know, and you're like, but if this worse than this, oh Lord, we ain't gonna make it. Right. <laughs> Those people like, and there's just no way to prepare yourself for, especially extroverts, people who really need to be around other people Me. who all of a sudden couldn't be, right? Yeah, and then also people like, we had a lot of relapses, people who are in, um, you know, treatment and recovery who no longer had their support systems or their healthy coping skills that they've worked on for years to get because they didn't have access to that anymore and it just fell backwards marriages who they didn't realize i don't like you all that much when i got to spend 24 7 with you all of a sudden this is different you know what i'm saying i mean so many marriages that ended because of the pandemic where they were like we cannot stand each other now right just a lot of things that you were not prepared for right right i think it's i think therapeutically <laughs> do need to be away from each other to get a chance to absolutely yes and us being that involved for that long that was over a year yeah that was a long time and yeah. like you're sitting there and i mean the littlest things could really annoy you because yes like, hmm, i really i never really liked it but i hate it now like I yeah not and i'm ready to lose it like oh my god if i gotta hear this anymore it's gonna be a whole problem nope been there right okay. right so yeah that's what made me say you know what i really love helping people figure out where they want to go right. and not focus as much on where they've been not that there isn't a time and a place for that because there is but right. i just love it and then i love being able to help those people who who think oh i'm i'm fine i'm strong but those are the ones who need it the most True. It's very true because you know we've we've learned, you know, growing up. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly sure how old you are, but I'm 35. Oh, bless your heart. Okay, so um, folks over 40. We get to the point where our parents taught us never to let people see you sweat. Yes, that was a big thing. And I guess mo mostly in, in my environment, it was mm -hmm. mostly like that because, you know, we were ch churchy, Ooh, yeah. super churchy. And if you didn't live up to that expectation, it was a problem. Absolutely. And I was just like, first off. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is too much pressure. Okay. I can't handle all this. Thank you. It, it was 
sad because there was so much of it and there were so many people saying whatever they wanted to say because they you are supposed to represent the church right this is why i have such a passion for people in the church because we're told you have this responsibility that is unrealistic right mm -hmm. and so i actually was um when i went through a divorce i was married to a youth pastor and it was incredibly difficult because people came at me very judging and very unloving and they had no they had no love or compassion for me it was just you know a lot of judgment and that's what i don't want people to experience i want people to experience wherever you are god can meet you there or wherever you are you can come and get help without feeling like you have to be a certain way right it was a lot of pressure it was a whole lot of pressure um <clears throat> What are you finding with the people that you're able to talk to now? I'm finding that a lot of them are terrified to open up. They're terrified. I mean, I actually started this because a lot of, I have several friends who are pastor's wives and they would call me and they would say, can we just talk for a little while because I have no one else to talk to oh. because they were not, they're not allowed to talk to anyone they're in the not. church because they have to look a certain way and they have to make their husband look a certain way. And they don't get the love that the pastor gets, but they sure do get a lot more judgment even than the pastor exactly. does, right? And so it's like, they said, I can't even say that something's not working or not right because I get crucified for it. Right. So I'm terrified to even open up to you, you know? So I've found that they're so scared to admit that. And then also when I, when I reach out to pastors or to other people in the church, they act like, you know, they don't need this at all. Oh, we're fine. Our whole staff is fine. Everyone's fine. And I'm like, you are in denial. Because there are, there was just another pastor's wife who, who um, actually died by suicide this week mm. that I posted on my Facebook. This is why I do what I do. She had such depression and mm -hmm. anxiety and all these things. It's like a lot of times, you know, these people are, are terrified to open up and they don't have anyone. They're supporting them. And not only do they not have that, they are then supporting other people exactly. all day and they get exhausted. Yes. Yes. So you're running on E. But right what you get after that is never a good thing it's right. never a good thing because when we're running on e i mean anything could trigger us anything could just you know set us off to whereas whoever is close by is gonna catch it and right be it and i'm not gonna feel sorry about no that. no <laughs> no but yeah, and that's the thing is that people people believe a lot of times that the way that other Christians have had have like treated them is how Christ is, and that's no. not true at all. No. And that's what happens is we get pushed away from faith, from belief, from church true. because people treat us like crap, right? Yeah. And so it's like, and then we're like, if that's what God is, I don't want any part of that, exactly. you know? Exactly. Right. right. <laughs> But I think this is awesome. So what do you you think that your passion will take you? Man, so I am so excited. I really genuinely believe that I am going to have like some really big things happening that God has big plans for my life. And so, um, and I, I'm sorry if I like tr trouble, having trouble breathing right now because I'm like, you know, I'm sick right now, but <clears throat> I usually don't sound like this. Um, but I, I really have this passion to help as many people as possible. So what I would love to do 
is to open up my own um, coaching services with people underneath me. So it will be under the name of Sheer Vision Coaching, but like I will have multiple different like DBAs underneath it. So like I know one of them will be Becca Dawn Ministries, which is my my name, um, and then a couple other things as well. And so what I want to do is have um, coaches for each different niche underneath my name. So you know, relationship coach, um, <clears throat> you know, just a life coach, business coach, all those different types of coaches right. that are faith-based, but also are four different niches. And then I want to have a couple therapists underneath me as well so that I can have actual like therapy right. um, because I don't really want to do that anymore, but I want to still offer that. Right. And my long-term goal is to do um, group coaching as well. And then to um travel and speak at different conferences and churches and those types of things i really i think that i'll be preaching which is a huge thing for me kind of scary but um i think that i'm also going to be doing that but then also one of my favorite things to think about is to have i have a big passion to help human trafficking victims oh wow so i want to open up a counseling center that is specifically for um, trafficked victims mm -hmm. who can't come and work um they would be able to stay there for two years and they would be able to get counseling and then coaching and then also like you know employment help and help for finding a house and kind of that whole process of one to two years and then and then put back into into society in a helpful way so that is my long-term goal that will be very expensive but i'm believing that it will happen um so yeah I'm, I'm super excited i'm also in the process of writing a book right now um i'm going to be writing some ebooks you know just kind of trying to get myself out there and um you know kind of start this process mm. that is wonderful girl yeah That's all i'm excited that is big that is so big i'm happy for you i really Thank am you. that i mean to have such a vision a really big vision like that you know you know that was ordained because ain't nobody else trying to do all that. right right and it's <laughs> definitely i keep telling god i'm like lord i don't know how this is gonna happen because just just the the thing the ministry for the trafficking victims alone would, would right. is going to be like a million dollars you know what i'm saying I'm, i don't know where that's going to come from but my father does you know what i'm saying so i just sit back and do what i need to do you know i hustle hard and that's all i can do you got the house with many rooms right pray for favor <laughs> and hustle hard and that is all that i can do that is amazing i'm excited for you i really Thank am you. Like, this is a great thing so what you know i'm gonna ask you this yeah what can you say to my Mayan tribe just in regards to, you know, what they may be feeling, how they may, you know, be able to talk to someone or, you know, even if you can't talk to someone, I know I'm giving you a whole lot. I'm so sorry. But even if you can't talk to someone, a reason why they should. You yeah. Okay. Yeah. So two, two things. Number one is an intentional life doesn't happen on accident right it doesn't happen overnight it doesn't happen with no intention and so really like the first thing is ask yourself am i living an intentional and fulfilled life and when someone says what does that even mean it means when you look at every aspect of your life 
Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel like you are growing? Because we should be constantly growing as people. And one thing that the Lord has been speaking to me recently is that we shed skin like a snake, right? And I used to think that snakes only shed skin once every, you know, year or once every other year, but they actually do it about eight to 12 times a year. And it's because as you make, like, as the snake grows, the, the old skin doesn't have room anymore, right? And so it's kind of like that with us as people where we have to make room for the new growth. And so it's like asking yourself that question, am I growing? And if I'm not, and if I'm not getting closer to where I want to be, and I don't have very defined goals, then maybe I need to get some help to get that. And then the second part is the spiritual piece. Am I hurt from something spiritually in the past? Am I, am I not connecting to God in the way I used to? Am I confused about something spiritually that I may need help from? Is there something that maybe isn't taught from the pulpit that I would love to know about? Is there things that I want to walk through that maybe I don't trust other people to walk through with me that I can take someone's hand and walk through that, that hard times to go to the other side? So those are the two, the two things that I really think Someone can ask themselves if they say that coaching might benefit them. Ooh, I like that. Okay, so for those that don't believe, that still are struggling, Yeah. what would you say to them? Absolutely. So, I mean, I work with people of all faiths. Um, of course, I come from a worldview of Christianity, and so that is my lens that I look through. Um, and I always tell people that, so I'm always upfront with that. But when it comes to people who don't have a faith or who don't know what they believe or maybe who have very clearly what they believe but it's not the Christian faith, it is still how do you live a designed and purposeful life for your beliefs? You know, how do you live that for what you believe, you know, um, <clears throat> I may not be a good fit for someone who is maybe, you know, uh, agnostic or someone who is um, atheist or something. I have worked with people of all faiths, but um, typically a lot of times when I do work with people, they are Christians is because that is a big part of, of my belief system. But anyone, no matter what, can benefit from coaching to say, how can I get to where I want to be? How do I set myself up for success? Because what happens is a lot of times, you know, we look back, it's almost it's it's almost September, right? I mean, it's going to be September any day. I mean, really, we have like three weeks left of August. And then it's going to be Christmas and all of a sudden it'll be 2022. Like, right. life happens like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a kid thinking that Christmas to Christmas took so long. And now I can't believe it's almost Christmas again, basically, right? And so it's like... As we get older, it's so easy to just blink our eyes and we're so much older and we haven't come any further than we were five years ago, 10 years ago. And a lot of times we get stuck in patterns that aren't our fault, but they're from previous trauma or from situations, in which case maybe you want to seek therapy first because therapy is more for, you know, working through that previous trauma, working through mental health disorders. And then maybe you want to go to coaching to say, how do I get to where I want to be so that in 10 years, I don't even recognize this, the person I am today. Right. Mm, that's deep right there. Yeah. I'm going to need to use that, okay? I don't want to be the same person. I do not want to die the same person I am today. Like, I want to be better. And that's what's so attainable about being intentional is that you don't have to make these huge changes overnight. It's these little micro habits, these little tiny things that we can create that if you get a coach and you get someone on board with you to say, how do we create these little things? So if you want to get up at 5 a.m. and really right now you only get up at you know 10 a.m., how do you start to slowly do that? Well, you set your alarm for 9.55 and then a few days later you set your alarm for 9.50. You know what I'm saying? It's like those tiny little things that are so much easier 
then trying to go straight from 10 a.m. to 5 and at the same time you're also changing your eating habits and you're changing the way that you you know exercise and then you just get overwhelmed and that's why people quit resolutions by January 17th because they can't handle all of the change right yes yes oh my goodness that's right though that's right you know that's yeah resolution. Oh. it's like those little tiny changes because that that's the only way you're going to maintain them that is very true. And and if you don't think of it as a change, but as a lifestyle, that helps. Yes. Because it's just like when you're driven to do something because you're driven, <coughs> to do it, you're mm-hmm. more likely to do it because if you're doing it for somebody else or you're looking for other people to give you that, that feeling, it's just not going to happen. So, yeah. you know, do it for yourself. Exactly. And, and figure out what that is even if it's a small thing like she said just the smaller things even if you stop you know at 9 50 at least you did something and it's yes. for the better like if you got 10 more minutes in your day you can brush your teeth a little bit longer whatever right you can get yourself in the mirror a little bit longer you can you know you can yeah take your time getting ready for work you know and not stress and so you'll see how things will start to defrag from you so this is a great thing yes and celebrate your wins like you said if you do do something even if it's small you know like celebrate that okay well i did this and it was something i set out to do and i did it Mm -hmm. awesome like celebrate that because otherwise you know if you're just constantly going on to the next thing and you're not celebrating that then you're never going to most likely keep that long term Yes. I'm all about the practical steps, practical things we can take away from the talk, you know? Yes. How about that? How about that? Definitely. Okay. So can you tell my Maya tribe how they can reach you, beloved? Absolutely. So I am on Facebook. Um, just I usually use, just use my Facebook, my individual Facebook page. I really love to connect with people. I love to hear from people, people from every belief system, every you know place in the world. I love it. So um, connect with me. It is under Becca George. So my name is spelled a little weird. So it's B-E-K-A-H George, G-E-O-R-G-E. You can find me on Facebook. Um, you can find me on Instagram. <clears throat> so that is at Sheer Vision Coaching. So that's S-H-E-A-R Vision Coaching. Um, and I do on Facebook have a group as well. Um, it is called Christian Leaders Refreshed. So if somebody wants to join that as well, it's all about um, leadership kind of refreshing their soul and their spirit. And then um, if you want to email me, you know, it's just Becca. Like I said, it's B-E-K-A-P-E-K-A-H at SheerVisionCoaching.com. And Sheer Vision Coaching is named from John 15, which is where um, it talks about the shearing of the vine and how we, you know, if you abide in him and he abides in us, that we can, it'll throw away the things that are not, that don't produce fruit, right? So in the coaching, the whole purpose is to produce fruit in your life and to be the person God called you to be and to throw away all that other stuff that the world puts on us. Y'all see, y'all got yourselves in trouble. Here you are, <laughs> listening to Becca. <laughs> and and you know what? Even if it's not for you, yeah, it's for someone you know. And if it's not for someone you know, it's for someone they know. So learn to love and share 
those things alike. When you find that you're giving of yourself for other people, you will feel better. You will yeah. feel like that weight is lifted. Oh my goodness, I did that. I didn't even think, well, you know what? If I can do that one, now I can do something else. And now you find yourself just so open to just being a giver. Yeah. Not to give everything, but to give those things that are little G's. I, I'll yeah. tell y'all what the little G's mean. Little G's mean things that we worship that's not God. Mm. So that could be the money. That can be the flat screen TV. That could be the vehicle. That could be whatever your little G is. You might want to downgrade that. Oh, that'll right. preach. That's so good. <laughs> and find, so and good. find those things that are worthy of the time that you're going to be able to spend with him. Mm-hmm. And not just that, just to rest your mind. If you just rest your mind, you can really think internally so that you can start giving externally. Let's do it. Okay? So... Mamaya Driver, I'm so happy and elated that you are even here with us today to share with Ms. Becca with her vision and, and her beautiful, beautiful business and her just giving and willingness to give. Only hope that that's contagious, not to just you, but those around you. I pray that it will. Okay, so I will let you guys know um, if you want to be on living your best life with Lady Maya or on the radio show with your free will with Lady Maya, go ahead and message me at admin at ladymaya.com. You can always go to Facebook. I'm hashtag Lady Maya or just Lady Maya or some other stuff. (laughs) There's always something else. Um, And so, you know, I'm on pretty much every platform, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, all those different things. So, you know, um, I try to be as as available as as much as I can. Of course, the, the WhatsApp, I'm still trying to figure that out. So I do apologize if you sent me a message. I just don't know how it works yet. But I'm going to learn. I promise. <laughs> so, um you guys, you know how to spell the name. Go to the website. I mean, you can check out the website, LadyMaya.com. Um, and you know that's M-Y-Y-A. And you know why? Your home girl is special. We'll talk to you guys later.